we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. And I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Good morning, USA. Yo, 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 yo. Talk about my mix, but nobody ever talks about his fake ass yo's. I did. Morning, I said, I said, why we keep using them fake yo's? Morning, Yeezy. Good morning, DJ and Yeah, Charlemagne is running late. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Hump day. That's right, it's Wednesday, hump day, middle of the week. Good morning. How y'all feeling? Good morning. I got back last night from, uh, I was out in Mexico for my daughter's 21st birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we stayed at the uh, Romali Beach House at the Five. So I uh, had a great time. We was out there about six, seven days and just relaxed, man. It was it was a relaxing vacation. We partied a little bit. We we took a boat out and took a yacht out and, and, and was on the water a couple of days. You got money. I, I just wanted her to experience a great 21. So when she looks back at life and looks back at her 21st, she remembers what she did and she spent it with her moms and pops. So we just had a great time, man. I so, love that resort. Shout out to Joseph I. Joseph I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Had a great time, man. The food was great. We, we ate at a lot of Caribbean restaurants. We, had, You know, my, my, my family loves Mexican food. I'm... I'm not a big Mexican food eater. I don't like tacos. I don't like burritos. I don't. I don't even really. I don't what? Eat, yes, I don't. I don't go to Chipotle. You don't do Taco, Taco Tuesday Bell. at home. 
They do. I don't know. How do you not like tacos? I just, it's not, it's not I've my never thing. heard of such a thing. I, I don't just, trust you. I don't eat spaghetti, though. I definitely don't trust you. Yeah, I don't I don't eat spaghetti either. It's just, just two things. Maybe. What do you eat? Everything else. I love seafood. Uh, I love, uh, I just, just certain things I just. Who I, doesn't like tacos? I don't know. You could put anything in a taco. Wow. No, and then I if never I knew that about you. And then if I do have to eat taco, I, I try to do like a shrimp taco I'm or a chicken taco. I'm going to have to leave the show. You're going to have to leave the show because I don't do tacos mm-hmm. and I don't do spaghetti. It's just just one of those things as a kid that I just never ate. And spaghetti? Like staples. Yeah. All right. Yeah, just not me. But anyway, I had a great time. So shout out to everybody out there. I had an had a amazing time. It was just relaxing, just, just chill by the beach and get your drink on. And that was it, man. So it was a good time. She had a great time. And now it's back to school, back to work. And Thanksgiving is next week? Yeah, sir. Another vacation for you. Goodness gracious. Time just flies. <laughs> oh, man. Tell me about it. What are you doing for... You'll, you'll be home? Yeah, I'll be home for Thanksgiving. Home? Yeah, we. you know, the, the family comes together. So it's usually at my crib. So everybody will come over and uh, we'll just enjoy ourselves. Um, I don't really... We don't cook anymore. We kind of just cater. <laughs> it makes life 10 times easier, especially with six kids running through the crib. So we're excited for that. I'm excited to see the family and um, spend some quality time, man. That's what it's all about, right? Mm-hmm. Let's get the show cracking. So Marseille Martin and Kelly Rowland will be joining us, right? Yes, they have a movie. I think it's coming out on the 25th. Is that right, guys? Yes, the 25th. Fantasy right, Football. Fantasy Football. I actually saw it. It's a really cute movie. It's a nice premise mm-hmm. for all of you fantasy football lovers. Uh, you'll enjoy it. But even if you don't do fantasy football, play fantasy football, you'll still enjoy it. It's a great premise. All right. Have you, have you seen what kind of forever yet? What kind of? No, I've been trying to get tickets. It. You saw it. I've been trying to get tickets at the times that I can go, and mm-hmm. it's like impossible unless I want to sit in the front row. So okay. I think I got to like plan super ahead. I might probably try to go over the Thanksgiving break. I absolutely saw it. Did you cry? Uh, no, I didn't cry, but um, I do think it's better than the first one. Really? Yeah, I do. Why Nick, you say no way? Yeah, I think the camera a, guy said no way. Nick said no way. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's. I think it's a better movie, and I think really? that um. I think that the the plot line, the stakes are higher in this plot line. Wow. Yeah, they did a Ryan Coogler did a fantastic job. That's my personal opinion. I think Wakanda Forever is better than Black Panther One. Wow. I mean, really? I, the, I mean, it's both great movies though. I mean, but yes. Yeah, I, people people have been telling me the opposite. They like one better than two. Well, I'm sure it's a preference thing. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to check it out. Maybe this they week. don't know the comic books. If you know the comic books, then there's a lot of things in there that you know you would thoroughly enjoy. Mm. Yes, I, but I enjoyed Wakanda Forever a lot. Okay. All right, front page news. What are we talking about, Yeezy? Oh, man. Well, let's talk about this scenario. Donald Trump made his big announcement as promised yesterday. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, Yeezy? Well, that's the big announcement from Donald Trump that came last night. He kept saying on the 15th he was going to have a big announcement. And so he did that yesterday where he announced that he will seek the Republican presidential nomination for 2024. He would be the only second commander in chief ever elected to two non-consecutive terms. If it should work out for him, here's what he said. In order to make America great and glorious again, I am tonight announcing my candidacy for President of the United States. So many incredible friends and family here tonight. It's such a beautiful thing. It's, some people say, how do you speak before so many people all the time? If, when there's love in the room, it's really easy, if you want to know the truth. You ought to try it sometime. <laughs> Together, we will be taking on the most corrupt forces and entrenched interests imaginable. 
Our country is in a horrible state. We're in grave trouble. This is not a task for a politician or a conventional candidate. This is a task for a great movement that embodies the courage, confidence, and the spirit of the American people. Now, his aides did advise him to stay away from topics like election fraud. And so he did not spend a lot of time talking about that. He did have a few things to say, but uh, he did not spend much time on uh, on fraud and election fraud. And he did, of course, as you know, blame the losses of several of his um, people that he endorsed, you know, on other things, said it wasn't his fault. And in addition to that, he also talked about taking, making this a sacrifice. This is a whole sacrificial thing for him. He said, if you take on this rigged and corrupt system, it'll be a storm of fire that only a few could understand. And he talked about the legal and emotional toll that the presidency and post-presidency period took on his family members. By the way, his uh, first daughter, the former first daughter, Ivanka Trump, said she was not going to actually play a part in her father's 2024 presidential campaign. She released a statement. She said, I love my father very much this time around. I'm choosing to prioritize my young children and the private life we are creating as a family. I do not plan to be involved in politics. According to reports, he really tried to get her to come and get on that stage and to help out because people really liked Ivanka Trump, apparently. And she said, well, I will always love and support my father going forward. I will do so outside the political arena. I'm grateful to have had the honor of serving the American people. And I will always be proud of many of our administration's accomplishments. Smart woman. Ivanka's like, I'm not making that mistake again. Uh, Personally, I'm going to act like it's not happening. I know ignoring a problem won't make it go away, but I'm ignoring it. Because I don't want Trump on the campaign trail. Like, we don't need someone on the campaign trail that's going to be stirring up things every day. Because we are in an era where we literally one fake tweet away from a nuclear war. Therefore, Trump isn't the person I want uh, on the campaign trail. I don't want to see Trump in the news cycle every day. And if the media makes that mistake again by constantly talking about his every move, that's our dumbass. They will. Well, let me ask you a question. If Biden decides to run again, will Biden be able to beat Trump? I have no idea. Is Biden physically and mentally ready to run again? Because Biden's not physically and mentally ready to get up this morning. But that has nothing to do with anything. It He's does. still the president. It, yeah, I mean, it does this time. He, around, he wasn't physically and mentally to be president uh, two years ago. But he was, well, neither was Trump. He, yeah, but, and, uh, no, Biden, Biden cognitive abilities are way slower than but it, Trump. But it was right? exposed, though. You know what I mean? Him shaking hands to people that weren't there. Absolutely. Him to people talking <laughs> to people what, that weren't there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know well, what I'd mean? rather have his whole administration there than Donald Trump's. I don't. I Well. I could, I could care for either, to be honest. But yeah. if I had to pick a choice between him and Trump, sure. But I don't even want Trump on the campaign trail because I don't want to deal with this every day. I don't want to, you know, see every single thing that Trump does in the news every day. I don't want him stirring up things every day. And once again, if the media makes that mistake to constantly keep him in the news cycle, that's our dumbasses. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Biden could could beat Trump this time around. I just hope that the Democrats and Biden doesn't rerun on this time around. He, I mean, he's not mentally he's not mentally capable. I mean, there's a lot of people saying that you're he's not, not you're mentally not capable. He's, with or without Trump, there's a lot of people saying they don't think Biden should yeah, run. Yeah, he's, he's not capable. He's not mentally capable. We've seen him shake hands. He can't remember things. He's calling people names. <laughs> shake hands with who? He didn't shake hands with nobody. That, that's you're lying point. on that man. You said you it. saw him shake hands. You didn't see him shake hands. He did. It was nobody standing there. And I just ghost. think a lot of people also <laughs> felt like a lot of the people that Donald Trump supported. In the midterms oh, would win man. because of that, and you see the opposite happen. Yeah, but then you got a, a bunch of people that were Democrats who uh, purposely stayed away from Biden because they thought Biden would hurt their chances of winning. Like they literally was like, "Biden, don't come here and help us campaign. We don't want you." And Biden, you know, swallowed his ego and didn't go either. So that says a lot too. 
Well, we'll, <sighs> end, we'll see who ends up being the nominee. I don't. I, I, I don't care. Want it. I don't. I don't want it. I don't want it. I hope somebody. Yeah, I, hope, I, I, I hope that we get some. And I know it's not going to happen because that was a once in a lifetime anomaly. Some I hope somebody comes out of nowhere like Obama. <laughs> like you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Somebody that we're not even expecting I comes so, out of too. nowhere and energizes the country. I doubt that's going to happen. But man, I hope so too. Let us pray. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open again. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Miss Cassidy eighty five from Boston. Hey, Miss Cassidy eighty five. Why are you t- why are you saying your Twitter Instagram name on the radio? Miss Cassidy eighty five. Really? Come on. If I'm gonna take the opportunity, I might as well put it out there, right? That's True. Right. Goddamn right. Good morning, Mama. So I just want to make it known that this week is Transgender Awareness Week, November 9th, November 13th to the 19th. So it doesn't cost anything to be nice in this world. So just be nice if you come across a transgender person and get educated on our needs and the things that we need to survive. Okay. okay. Something you can do every day. Be nice. Absolutely. Well, you have a good one, Mama. Yes. Thank you. All right, now. Hello, who's this? Good morning, y'all. Hey, Trav. Every day, Trav. Now what, Trav? Uh, what's up, Envy? Good morning to my girls. What's hey, up, boo. What's up, G? Peace, sis. What's happening? Uh, listen, I'm going to talk about a wrongdoing that Uh-oh. has been been, it's been being committed by the Grammys, man. I know. that. I heard. What's the wrong yeah, There's a female rapper. They didn't nominate Yeah. No, yeah, there's a female rapper that literally deserves to have a Grammy they had one of the biggest songs that dropped that was like for the culture and it's Jocelyn Hernandez. Oh do it for God. your day. I knew you had yeah. something shady to say this hey, morning. Hey, do it for your do it for it. your birthday is hard, bro. People you friend don't do it for your so birthday. So shady. That's a hard record. If that was if that was somebody else's record, I think that record would be way bigger than what it was. Sure. The Puerto Rican princess deserves a Grammy for do it for a Joby Day, baby. Hey, I'm like telling. I'm not a. I, I think people fronting on that record because it's Jocelyn, bro. I'm not gonna lie. That's a dope record. Well, I thought you were about to say record. that Nicki Minaj deserved to be nominated. You know, no, 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 I do want to say I feel like um, the Barb is the main one that was going around saying, "Oh, she doesn't need a Grammy. She doesn't need a Grammy." So then when she doesn't get nominated, like, don't be upset now, Barb. Goodbye. But Trav. you do have to admit, Trav, she did deserve it. No, no, Nikki really does. Like, Nikki is a legend. Nikki's an icon. Nikki definitely deserves to have a Grammy. And just like I feel like J. Cole deserves to have his own Grammy, and then he should have had to get his first one by winning with 21 Savage. Bro, there's so many classic, legendary artists who don't have Grammys, bro. Well, thank you, Trav, for being shady this morning. I'm going to be shady. Bye, (laughs) y'all. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Lamar. Lamar, what up? Get it off your chest. Uh, I was listening to y'all, right? Man, I think I'm ready for a female president, bro. Like, if we out here picking prejudice as entertainment, and we trying to make history, you know what I mean? Let's just bring in a black female president and just be like, all right, we got one in again. You know what I'm saying? Who would you like to see? Say it again. Who would you like to see? 
I'll be honest with you, I would say Kamala Harris, but yo, y'all guys, I haven't heard, of, haven't heard from her. You know what I mean? That's the only one I know. I don't follow, follow politics too much. But I'm thinking it's not about politics. It's about entertainment. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, it's, it's not. Media. No, it's not. Listen, I'm tired of identity politics. I'm tired of us picking presidents because they're entertaining. Like, that's the problem that's with America, is. bro. That's a 2020 movement. No, it's man. Not, America's too obsessed with celebrity and too obsessed with just being entertained for the sake right. of being entertained. Bro, we need a qualified president, bro. Lamar, we tried Kamala Harris a couple of years ago, but nobody else supported it. I don't know if you remember. She, she did try I, to run. I, 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 you're right. And, I, and, I, and, 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 and I don't think her vice presidency run has helped the situation Not at all. I did that then. Holla. Yes. Entertaining is not one of the reasons that I go in the voting booth and vote. Hello, okay? who's this? Oh, my God. This uh Kevin. Oh, my Kevin, God. Kevin, good morning, Kevin. Yeah, from Jersey. I've been trying to get with her out for a minute. Um, I'm going to be quick. I just wanted to get it off my chest that I'm blessed and uh, going through a little struggle, but um, I'm blessed because... Uh, I finally got a job interview that I've been uh, struggling against for a minute now. I lost everything just a couple weeks ago. I lost my job and everything like Ooh. that. Yada, yada, yada. Sorry to hear that, bro. Staying in my car right now, but yesterday I got the job interview, and I'm thankful for it because they gave me the job, but the dilemma is my ID was a little uh, faded out because I'm basically living in my car, and um, I do everything from small jobs to big jobs, and I pretty much got to always show my ID, so it's faded out. So, long story short is, I just want to see if y'all got it in your heart to, like, bless me with only $40 to get this ID and I can uh, get on with my life, man. Okay, just all you need is $40. What's your cash app? Oh, uh, uh, hold on. Kev, Kev Man 10,000? Kev Man? Yeah, K-E-V-M-A-N 10,000. Okay. All right, brother. Well, you sitting over that money right now. He's very specific. He needs forty dollars. Oh my God! Please don't say. Oh my God! Thank you so much. All right, Staying brother. in his car. He finally got that job, but Good all luck. he needs is an ID. Miss ye, miss ye. Oh, oh, and I, I gotta thank Charlamagne. I don't know if he's up there, but uh, he's right here, King. Those yo, 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 yo's in the morning. I swear to God, bro. Every time I've been staying in my car, so. I cracked the radio up, and I swear, I don't know what it is about your voice, man, but that thing wakes me up every morning. I, I go and try to go, you know, make something happen. So The fake yo's or the real yo's? Lot, which ones? The fake yo's or the real yo's? Both of them, man. I don't care which ones they <laughs> is, man. The generic ones or authentic ones, man. <laughs> all all love, my brother. All right, brother. I appreciate you, man. I don't know what made you come up with that yo, 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 but that thing is like, it's annoying and a relief at the same time. <laughs> well, good luck on that job, man. Oh, thank y'all so much, man. I appreciate y'all. Thank you so much. Y'all have a good day. All right, brother. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now we got rumors on the way? Yes, and let's talk about Grammy nominations since Trav already brought it up. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk to Grammys. Listen up. It's just in. All the guys. The Rumor Report with Angela Angela Yee. It's the Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. All right. Well, let's talk about the Grammy nominations. They came in yesterday. Beyonce has the most with nine nominations. Very deserving. That also makes her tied with Jay-Z as the most nominated music act in the history of the Grammys. Great album, though, regardless of whether it wins the Grammy or not. Fantastic album. All right, Kendrick Lamar came away with the second most nominations with eight. Adele and Brandi Carlisle got seven each. And then Harry Styles, Mary J. Blige, Future, DJ Khaled, The Dream, 
and mastering engineer Randy Morell each picked up six. We okay. all knew that Beyonce and Kendrick was going to clean up at the Grammys, though. And, 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 and Kendrick's very deserving as well. But once again, mm -hmm. uh, love that album regardless of if it gets a Grammy now or wins a Grammy or not. Now, they also have a songwriters category, which according to the president, uh, the CEO of the uh, mm. Grammys, Har Harvey, Harvey Mason Jr., he said that is a significant step forward for the music industry. Uh, the Academy and voters are placing a high importance on the craft of songwriting. And so that's the new category. That's where the dream is included in that category, too, by the way. All right. He also said it's his priority to earn the trust from the music community, including The Weeknd and Drake, who still don't want to submit any of their music. Drake declined to submit his album, honestly, never, never mind for the awards. But he still did get four nominations, including Album of the Year for his co-writing efforts on Beyonce's Renaissance. Well, they probably don't respect the Grammys. I mean, you know, the, the, the Grammys, uh, it's not like the Grammys has always gotten it right over the years, so I don't blame right. them. And they also said there's 13,000 people who are voting now. In with the Grammys because people do have a chance to vote. Mm -hmm. All right, now um, let's talk about some of the nominations. Y'all ready? Yeah. All right, so as far as, let's see, best, uh, well, let's start with album of the year. So Adele is nominated for that, Bad Bunny. Mm -hmm. Beyonce is nominated in that category. Coldplay, Kendrick Lamar, Lizzo, and Mary J. Blige all nominated for album of the year. Okay. Um, and by the way, I also want to point out that Bad Bunny <clears throat> is continuing to make history at the Grammys. And that is because he is, his album is up for, um, he got two Grammy nominations. It's a historic first in the album of the year category. It's the first Spanish language album to ever get that recognition. Oh, wow. Yeah. So congratulations to him. That's a big deal. Steve Lacey was nominated, by the way, mm -hmm. uh, for song of the year for Bad Habit alongside Adele for Easy On Me, Beyonce, Break My Soul. Uh, DJ Khaled was nominated for God Did. God Did. Yes. Uh, Kendrick Lamar, The Heart Part 5. Lizzo, About Damn Time. Tilda Swift was nominated in that category. Um, now, I know this is the category that I saw a lot of people talking about online. What's that? <clears throat> and that's the best rap album. All right, you ready? Yes. DJ Khaled, God Did. No. Future, I Never Liked You. No. Jack Harlow, Come Home, The Kids Miss You. No. Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Yes. Pusha T, It's Almost Dry. Yes. <laughs> can, it, can it be a tie between Pusha T and Kendrick Lamar? I like Pusha. I, I like both of them. I think Pusha Those are definitely in my two top five uh, rap albums of the year. Yeah, absolutely. I like Push It On. And I, I don't think Push It got a Grammy, right? I don't Push think Push It got, got a Grammy. Grammy. Yeah. I, I keep telling y'all, like that Push Kendrick it. Lamar album, in the future, people, people going to realize that. I hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. 
join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Album is the most important hip-hop album Kendrick album is dope, but... 
Oh, I want to see Pusha with it. Between Kendrick and Pusha. I thought that's either or. All right, now Glorilla is, of course, excited. She went to social media uh, because she was nominated for a Grammy. And she said, the same song they was clowning me and my friends about saying we was ugly and dusty just got nominated for a Grammy. When God is on your side, you cannot fail. <laughs> Who called the ugly and dusty? That definitely sounded like somebody in Memphis said that to her. So she was nominated for Best Rap Performance for FNF. Congratulations, though. Now, Nicki Minaj was trending because she was not uh, nominated. And so I don't understand how that could be. But um, the Barb's, of course, were online. They said she got disrespected hard by the Grammys. Another added, I seriously hope this is going to be the last time ever that Nicki Minaj will submit any of her projects for Grammy. It's beyond ridiculous how unfair she gets treated every time during the nomination. <clears throat> she definitely should have been nominated. I will say no grandma for granny is a hilarious and very disrespectful hashtag. Okay, that's what was trending yesterday. And I mean, Nikki's still Nikki without a Grammy or a Grammy, no Grammy nomination. She's got a billion other accomplishments. So clowning an artist for not having a Grammy or a Grammy nomination is nuts, especially when that artist has sold over 100 million records worldwide and she's the number one selling female rapper of all time. Yeah, but What would you rather? But however you feel about Nikki, she had three number ones last year in, in, the, in the last time span. The, the two records with Little Baby, she had the record Super Freak, so she's had records on the charts, so that you know is wild to If me. you guys recall, she was also upset about her song uh, not being considered in the rap category. She said, I have no problem being moved out the rap category as long as we are all being treated fairly, if you guys remember mm -hmm. all of that. I don't even know what the Grammy criteria is. Like, is it the way a record sounds? Is it how much it sells? Is it how it performs on the charts? Like, what is it, the criteria? I don't know. Because it played on all platforms. It played on Urban. It played on Pop. It played everywhere. All I know is y'all sound nuts clowning an artist who sold over 100 million records worldwide. She's Where did the, the whole... She's the number one selling female rapper of all time. No Grammy for Grammy. Where did that come from? I don't know what No Grandma... Uh, what is it? No, no Grammy, Grammy for... No, no Grammy, Grammy for No Grammy for Grandma. Grandma. No Grammy for Granny. Whatever it is. I don't know where that came from. But I know Granny got 100 million records sold worldwide. Now, Summer Walker was also absent from these nominations. Really? And her album, Still Over It, broke Billboard records last year. She joined Taylor Swift as the only female artist in the chart's 63-year history to place as many as 18 songs simultaneously. So that seems a little odd mm -hmm. that she wasn't nominated. Um, Lotto, however, was nominated. She got two Grammy nominations. She went on Twitter and said, I'm crying so bad right now. Never give up on your dreams, y'all. It's going to get rough, but don't give up. No, salute to Lotto. Salute to Lotto. Uh, Glorilla. You know? They deserve it. Lotto deserves it. Glorilla deserves it. Absolutely positively. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. But once again, clowning somebody for selling. Somebody that sold 100 million records worldwide. Who cares? Like, bro, stop. Okay. I'm with you. Nicki Minaj gonna still wake up Nicki Minaj this morning with or without a Grammy nomination. Yeah, I'm just, I'm confused how they do it though, because she had the record I, with I Little Baby that was the number one record. She had another record that was, I think, a top five record, and then Super Freak was the number one record. So I'm, I have no idea. Confused. I've been confused about the Grammys for a long time. All right. Well, front page news next, what are we talking about? Let's talk about a video that went viral, and it's really awful to watch. And. Uh, people are trying to figure out what happened because the story that's being told doesn't seem like it adds up. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. You're thankful for the great people on your team, and the best place to hire them is ZipRecruiter. Four out of five ZipRecruiter employers get a quality candidate in the first day. Try it free at ZipRecruiter.com slash breakfast. 
That's ZipRecruiter.com slash B-R-E-A-K-F-A-S-T. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where we starting, Yeezy? All right. Well, let's start in Mexico. A local family in Charlotte is mourning the loss of their daughter. After she didn't return home from a trip to Mexico, her parents, Bernard and Salamandra Robinson, said that Shanquella Robinson, who was only 25 years old, left Charlotte on a trip to Cabo with a group of friends. This was on October 28th, and that was the last time they saw her alive. Here is what uh, her parents, Bernard and Salamandra Robinson, had to say. I spoke with her Friday evening. She was having dinner, and um, I never spoke with her again. On Saturday evening, they called and said she wasn't feeling well, and they was gonna call a doctor. And But when they called, the doctor hadn't arrived yet, but they said she had alcohol poison. We received the um, autopsy uh, report on Thursday, and it said that her neck had been broke, and, mm. and she had a back spanica what was cracked. So that took it to a whole nother level. She had a heart of gold. She didn't, she didn't, she didn't mistreat nobody. I mean, I can't even be a, a grandfather. Mm. Can't even walk her down the aisle. She gone. We're not gonna stop until this is, we get to the end of she it. They get to the bottom of it. It's so sad, man. And then there's actually a video of um, her, and you can see their, her friends, I guess, are. I wouldn't call them friends. Well, you know, she said she went, was going away with her friends. And so that's an alleged video of what they're saying happened to her. And somebody posted on Instagram, you not me is their name. Y'all, they done beat this girl up in Mexico and told her mom she died from liquor poisoning. Ladies, watch y'all back. They said the autopsy came out and she had a broken neck and a cracked spine and some more. Watch y'all damn friends. This is going viral because they lying. Pay attention. Let's talk about it. Yeah, I don't know what the story is, man. The but real it's something story. Else. It's but. something else, man. And and the fact that 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 nobody's saying what happened. That 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 young lady flew out to Cabo, Cabo with some friends or some some people that she so-called thought were friends, friends, and she didn't make it back. And allegedly, they just brought her luggage back to her mom's house and just dropped off the luggage. Allegedly, it's just it's just the absolute worst nightmare as a parent, and it's the yes. it's the reason we wish we all could just hold on to our children forever. Wish we could keep them in the house Bro. forever, but we can't. And when they out in the world making their own decisions, choosing where to go who to be around. We don't have any control over that and you pray for the best but sometimes the worst happens and this is absolutely the worst. Bro, it's the reason why my daughter turned 21 and instead of her and her friends going, I went with her. Mm-hmm. It's that. It's that. I have that. I'm that parent. Yes, mm-hmm. I will take everybody. I will pay for everybody. We all going but daddy will be there as much as I can. Now think about that. The the group of people that she went with, it was somebody's birthday that they were celebrating. They all came back from Mexico, left the daughter's body there and two weeks, and it cost them $6,000 to get the body back home, but they haven't been able to get any answers. All they do know is, like she said, with the autopsy, Mm-mm-mm. that it wasn't alcohol poisoning. They said she had a broken neck and her spine in the back was cracked and that she had been beaten. And they found that out from the FBI and Mexican authorities. That's how they found out that potential cause of death. Mm-mm-mm. So the family does not believe that their daughter's death was an accident and they want to find out the truth. Yeah, I really wonder what makes humans think they're going to get away with that. Like, if what they're saying online is true, which I don't know if it is, but if it is, y'all going to prison, okay? And one of y'all know what happened, if not all of y'all. And now the family has to hire a private investigator and an attorney in order to get any type of answers. So because they have questions, because this video has been circulating, 
Now that's what they're being told that they have to. So they already had to pay six thousand dollars and wait two weeks to get the body back home. Mm -hmm. uh, they still don't have the answers. And initially, they said that the police's initial indication is that there was no clear evidence of foul play. They did not believe that, and so they do want to find out what happened. And so I hope they do find out. I mean, it's tragic. So how does that work in Mexico? Like, where does the investigation happen? And like, if you did, if the, the people that were with her. If they fly back to America, are they like yeah. just exempt from the investigation? That's like, what I, I was saying. Yeah, it's just weird because it's not on American soil. It's in, in Mexican uh, in Mexico, and those people came back already, so they're not going to go back to Mexico to answer any questions. So, mm -hmm. what happens from there? Well, the State Department in North Carolina is working with the authorities in Mexico, so oh, okay. it has to be a, a collaborative effort. Mm. All right, and that is your front page mm, news. Mm, mm, so damn sad. Rest in peace and condolences to, to the family and friends. Absolutely. All right. Me wusa. All right. Now, when we come back, Marseille Martin and Kelly Rowland will be joining us. They have a new movie that comes out on the 25th. It's called Fantasy Football, and we're going to kick it with them when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got some special guests joining us this morning: Marseille Martin and Kelly Rowland. What's happening? Good morning. How are you? Good morning. New movie, Fantasy Football, yes. starts November twenty fifth. Yes. What's that about? Basically, it's about the whole Coleman house. I play Callie Coleman, which is the daughter. It's Keisha Coleman, which is my mom, and hey. then Omari Hardwick is my dad, who is also an NFL player. And he's been in the game for a long time, you know, won a Heisman a long time ago, but he's still in his career. But then again, he's kind of in that age where he needs to retire. He's a point. great bench player. He's like, a yeah. great bench player. Yeah. You know, everyone <laughs> agrees that he should be stepping out of his way, letting someone else, you know, lead the path. But he still believes in himself. And uh, his daughter, which plays me, which plays me, which I betray, <laughs> Gally, um, is really great at Madden. She's mm -hmm. very tech savvy, super smart, mature beyond beyond her years. And long story short, the craziness happens, and she ends up being able to control her dad in the game Madden. So whatever he does in real life, it's because of her. So he. She controls every. every oh, this is a different type of fantasy football. Now listen, yeah. it's like yeah. a, it's like you a, know, um, it's like a play on words. It's you like know? a Freaky Friday type yes. of the way that it all happens. What I love about your role in this is that as a young woman, mm -hmm. you're super tech savvy, but also great at Madden. Because I think typically we don't look at like a young girl as sitting there playing Madden, beating all the guys and everything. Yeah, like that. exactly, and that's, that's exactly her. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. And I that's what kind of drew me into it is because it was so unique. And I know there's so many girls out there that love those type of games. Mm -hmm. And I like with me as well. I'm not good at Madden, but I am a big video game person. Mm -hmm. So being able to uh, portray someone like that is pretty dope. Now, Kelly, you're a mom in real life. See. Not to of no eighteen year old though. No. So when you get that call, you're like, "What do you mean y'all want me to play the mom of an eighteen year old?" I was actually down for it. I okay. was like, "Let's go." Got you. You know, I'll just be a young mom. Okay. <laughs> but you know, it is something to think about. You know what's going on right now? Like, say with Tom Brady, he retired, but then he, you know, decided not to retire, and yeah. then his relationship suffered from it. And just seeing that kind of, I thought about that. Mm -hmm. You know, watching this and how that plays out because it's kind of like, okay, you've been playing this long. And we want to just settle down here and stay in one place mm -hmm. and not have to move around. And, you know, the disappointment, though, that a man would have who's been playing in the NFL his whole life, mm -hmm. that's all he knows. And his ego really can suffer, mm -hmm. you know, from being told, OK, you're not going to get no playing time 
you know, and this younger up and coming uh, NFL player could be the face of the brand. And it just I'm sure for any man who's played in the NFL will make you feel a way because we always are like, why doesn't he just retire? Right. Yes. Exactly. And that's that's like the whole point of the, the whole entire project. Mm-hmm. We have Rome Flynn, who plays the new upcomer quarterback, like, you know, ready to take uh, Bobby Coleman's spot, which is, of course, is Omari. So it's it's all that for sure. Yeah. Are either of you in the actual fantasy football, like real live fantasy football? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> uh, no. Nah, you, you? Do you have a no. team in real life that you uh, like? No, uh, no, it's usually Tim's team. Yeah. Uh, which is the 49ers. Uh, but I do love watching Tom Brady. I, I loved watching Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. He had like a different kind of like mentality, mentality. For yeah. sure. He was a monster. Yeah. It feels like y'all got like a sibling relationship. More than mother daughter. Like even when I see y'all online doing like the TikToks and all of that kind of stuff, <laughs> does that play out in real life? Like, how did y'all develop that in real life? Yeah, I mean, how would you describe it? I mean, our bond. I don't. I don't really know because a lot of people yeah. are like, "Oh, she like your auntie." I'm like, I don't even know. I really <laughs> don't. Like, she's just such a cool person to be around, and you know. Yeah, I, I so think kind. in the back of my head. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. No, you're good. You're good. But, um, I think in the back of my my head, I'm like, gosh, I'm not ready to be auntie, guys. Although I am a mother, <laughs> yeah, too. But I'm not ready to. No, be you're an not. Auntie. I heard you on Blue's album, Young Blue. Oh yes, the song Freak Freak. Yes, yes. <laughs> I was like, nah, she's not no auntie. Why are you looking yeah. at her so judgmental, Marse? <laughs> when you heard the Freak Freak song? <laughs> no, I didn't. I oh. was not judgmental. Okay. No. It's a great song. You I like look. the title. It's like okay. Marseille people would talk about you online too in that Savage Fenty show. She killed it. You did though. You did. She killed it. She is grown and she killed it. Say something. (laughs) Say something. Just because you watch this girl grow up, that does not mean that, you know, maybe you think she's your niece in real life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The truth is, is she's 18. Like, I, I do remember, like, you know, people like feeling like they should probably, like, you know, say, well, you, you're still too little or we, they've watched you grow up mm-hmm. in front of their eyes so they feel like they kind of like, uh, not on you, but... No, they don't want to see you. They don't want to see you. No, on you. No, like, like you know, they, they feel some type of protection over you. And, yes, you know, I, I, I would... Protection. You know, I would expect that. I mean, yeah. for sure, especially watching me for so long. Like, they've watched me since I was eight. Yeah. So, you know, I think a, a lot of people will, will think to themselves, like, oh, like, she's growing up too fast or whatever. Yeah. But I, I believe I'm I'm on the right track. I'm on the right pace. I'm doing what I love. And it was tasteful. It yeah, was, I mean, it was and tasteful. And you looked amazing. And I feel like I'm all, like, you know, I can't speak for everybody else, but I believe I'm always, I'm always like that. And I always mm-hmm. stay true to myself. And, you know, I would never put myself out there like that if I didn't want to. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think, like, I'm 18 now. I'm stepping foot. And, you know, eventually you got to kind of come into your own. And that doesn't mean body wise or whatever I'm just meaning just overall mentally in life you know but so. Marseille gave them a walk yeah she did <laughs> she gave them the I said, walk okay, at like Marseille. 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning she while we were really filming right? so that's what threw everybody off she came out there with this body and this walk and she was like this is the moment and so you can relate it. to that feeling because for yes. you growing up in this business and people saw you as a teenager yeah. and then it's hard for them like you gotta you know, it's make so it, it hard takes a little time. You kidding me? The women at my mother's church would pull my skirt down. Like, <laughs> when they saw, and it was already to my knees, like all, or, almost to my knees. But they would always be like, oh, yeah, baby, to be talking to you and just slowly put your shirt down or fix your top so you, it's closed. Like, I still have people do that to me. I'm 41. 
Who the hell still does that to you? No, somebody. Look, I'm let me put really somebody interesting. real quick. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, did, why? Did you realize that October 27th, just a few weeks ago, was the 25th anniversary of Destiny's Child? No, no, no. Single being released. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, Octo- yeah uh, I think it was October 27th, <laughs> 1997, Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> did you know that? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> how does that feel? How does that feel now that you know that? Oh, 25 years. Like, I am blessed to still be here in 2022. Hey. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yes. Hey. And thriving and also helping other people thrive, too. And I think that's important. Yeah. Just the experience that you've had as an artist and then helping other groups, too. And other people in the music business. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. All right, we have more with Marseille Martin and Kelly Rowland. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Marseille Martin and Kelly Rowland. Yee. Marseille, you also produced this? Yes, I did. Congratulations. Thank another you. one under the belt. Another mm-hmm. one in the book. It's me and my company. We're very, very proud for sure. What's the dynamic of starring in a film that you, you produce? It's hard. It's it's very underrated how hard. Really? For sure. Explain. Break that down. Well, I mean, well, one, with this one in particular, it was such a quick turnaround because we filmed it back in April. So now that it's coming out later on this year, you have ADR. We started editing like. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. 
I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A week uh, after we wrapped, it mm-hmm. was just a whole bunch of stuff that had to come into play. And, you know, especially for press, like bringing that on as well. It's just such everything is so quick. But um, my parents are also part of my production company. My dad is president. My mom's vice president. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty lit. It's pretty lit. And I'm very, very happy that uh, I get to be in this journey with them for sure. You think you're going to have to fire one of them one day? I mean, I could, but like, <laughs> that's not I, I can. It's best that I can, but we, like, me and my parents, like, Look at her. <laughs> 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 Bobby's crazy. <laughs> but you know, me, my parents are just they're. I feel like I always say they're built different. Like mm-hmm. they are so real, they're so kind, and like I just feel like I can tell them anything. They're like my best friends for sure, and um, they they don't like. Even though they are like my coworkers in a sense, they still see me as their daughter and they want to protect me and keep me safe as well and making sure that I'm in um, the lane that I want to take on my own. But when it came to set, like I would observe, I would see things, uh, you know, I had a bunch of people around me as well. So, you know, during lunch, we would be talking like different things that I noticed, different things I would see and then vice versa. And that's kind of how it went. But 
Man, it was hard. Mm-hmm. It was really, really hard. But you know, I am I'm very grateful that everyone is excited. We were excited filming it and mm-hmm. creating it and um yeah, I think it's just magic and overall just even creating a film. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't really care how, how the streams are or how many people watch it. The fact that we made a film with great people that we loved and support and brought everybody together that we really do care about is just, you know, a big accomplishment in itself for sure. I feel like it's going to do really well because it's super entertaining. Thanks. And then fantasy football is such a big deal. Like, yeah. everybody's so into it. And I think just the premise of it, I've never heard this as a storyline. It's hard to create something that hasn't been done before. No, right? absolutely. And I, I think that's the beauty in it as well, especially if it, you know, people are intrigued and interested about it. But, um, it also helps, too, that Madden and EA Sports are a part of it, too, so mm-hmm. we can really be realistic and uh, make sure everything is down to the T, for sure. And there was a lot of meetings revolving around that and making sure. The brand. <laughs> like, the brand. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, there was, a, you know, I see scripts, of course, as drafts, and then also, like, the movie was re-edited multiple times. Mm-hmm. So when we brought it to Madden, they are like, oh, you can't do that, or oh, we don't do that yeah. or oh wow. they're supposed to put this on like you know we we had to make sure all of those things were down to the t so i'm very grateful that they were a part of it too and it was so funny because my dad is a big football person as well so when it came down to what team my bobby coleman was gonna play for Hilarious. everybody had like for the meeting everyone had broncos gear or dad would be drinking from a raiders cup i was like <laughs> bro like it ain't, like, it ain't gonna help but no we're really glad uh we get to kind of shine a light on atlanta like like we did in this film for sure and we can tell you come from like a healthy black family so when you're producing how important is it to see healthy black families on the screen oh it's beyond important for sure i feel like um it shows authenticity it shows real realness and i think having being able to have an opportunity to work with people like kelly and omari and just to just to see people in different families of all different cultures just exist and be able to just have regular conversations that you would have in your own households is very important for mm-hmm. sure. You know, mm-hmm. so now yeah. Kelly, people have been wanting you to play Donna Summer. Mm-hmm. Is there any talks about that, or is it? A I'm real just going to be quiet for right now. I'm just going to be quiet. Oh for right shoot, now. that means it's in the works. I'm just going to be quiet for right now because she has a fascinating story. I read David Geffen's biography, and so a lot of that story also focuses on his relationship. Um, you know, business-wise with Donna Summer and the things that she kind of went through. Well, the funny thing is, is you know, I, I think that there's so many beautiful things happening with her estate. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really, I, I can't say too much. I'll just shut up. So when they re- just be quiet. So when they reached out to you and asked you to play the role. Oh, stop it. You- no, no, stop it. No, stop it. This is very, very early. But what I will say is that Donna has, Donna Summer, excuse me, has an illustrious life and mm-hmm. it's so beautiful and I think that seeing it on screen would be so incredibly entertaining and mind-blowing and worth watching for anyone I agree and um yeah I know you're gonna kill it I cannot wait you are so funny <laughs> <laughs> that, I cannot wait. <laughs> is that? I mean, I'm not well, just hypothetically. Is yeah. that pressure when you're a musical artist having to play another musical artist? I mean, when you start to look at all these different, um, uh, what's love got to do with mm-hmm. it? To uh, how many are there? And like the great ones, like right. really impact culture. So when you're doing it, you want to impact culture the way those films did. You know, mm-hmm. we still talk about the five heartbeats. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. still talk about the American dream. We still but the talk five about. Five heartbeats wasn't a real. I group. just found I that out. 
What? But when Robert Townsend was here, I found out it wasn't. Oh yeah, a real it wasn't group. a real group. Right, yeah. I know. But it, I mean, you you find these places to and you hear these stories to base it off of like mm-hmm. all these different things. But anyways, it's yeah, it's it's a lot. It's so beautiful. I can't wait. And you're also a person that who one day somebody's gonna be playing you in a biopic. Ooh. Is that wild? Of course. Yeah, that's gonna happen. That is gonna happen. You too, Marseille. Right. Right. right, you too, my son. Yeah. Crazy. I'm going to play you in a biopic, too. Yeah. Have yeah. you ever thought about who you would want to play you? I haven't. Would you want to see Look, me? I said. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. No, 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 no. Oh. No, no, I'm not going to put no, no, no. Oh. But I, don't, I, I, act, I haven't Girl. even thought about it. The, the interesting thing is I haven't even thought about it like that. Mm-hmm. And when time comes, I will, if it comes, if it comes. It will come, for sure. Because your story is beautiful. Thanks. say who helps you with your finances? Because somebody in this room blew $30,000 in 30 minutes when they were younger. So who helps you with your finances? My parents. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, as soon as I turned 18, um, I had a whole meeting with my accountants and everybody who is in charge of finances in my family and my world. Mm-hmm. And um, Yeah, I mean, that's one of the first things you think about when you turn 18 is, like, you got to pay bills now. You got to mm-hmm. figure out houses or where you gotta be <laughs> and so I was like worst yeah, ever I know that sounds yeah it's sad but I think uh, having the parents that I have they were very like making sure that I just easily of course I still live with them mm-hmm. so but I do have investment property kind of Ooh. everywhere so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm very very good. oh Miss Roland who let you do that who let you spend that 30000 well, no one minutes. lets me do anything. Okay. <laughs> but I know, and, and my, I got, I mean, I have kids. I, I, I have, like, res, like full-on, like, responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Like, when it, it's not just the house, it's, like, the kids. And they school. And extra money your school might want, like, even now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's so many different things. But definitely investments. I'm having a lot of fun with investments. As no, they're fun right and now. exciting and you get yeah. to flip houses. They're really fun when they work cool. out. No, they, they are fun. <laughs> they work and out. when you lose that money that you were like, <laughs> I I did this for that, you know, you get, yeah. you, you're definitely like bummed, but I do think that the earlier you find out about your finances, mm-hmm. the better you are on the other side. The more yeah, responsible sure. you are on the other side. I, like I said, I've had money, lost money, had money again, and I'm grateful that I'm in a space now to where I'm like, oh, I'm learning, and this is fun. Now it's fun. I don't like to, to you know, cut the check and see, mm-hmm. like, that part of the tax is gone. I'm like, dang. You know what I mean? But you understand how the world runs and works. Yeah, so, for yeah. sure. But I, I thought this was in the beginning of your career when you spent that kind of money so what? fast. The 30000 in 30 minutes. I know I did. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, not now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not now. Okay. What was it on? Well, sometimes that happens if I see art. I do love art. Oh, that's that's Marseille, yeah, yeah, like the wearable art. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, ooh, this art. Me and actually, me and Marseille went back and forth at the mm-hmm. wearable art gala because we both wanted a piece so mm-hmm. bad. Yeah, it was so, Kendrick. Yeah. Who got it? I, yeah. Neither. <laughs> Wait, did yeah. well, I mean, we didn't get it. We didn't though. get it. Somebody else actually from Houston got it, I found out. Y'all drove yeah. that price up and then someone else swooped in and got it. Yes. yes. Basically. <laughs> For All sure. proceeds went to Waco. Amen. Hey. <laughs> well, Kelly and Marseille just had to do a quick drive-by, okay? Right. But uh, fantasy football, November 25th. I want those donkey of the day sandals. I'll get you some. Okay. Absolutely get you don't some. Don't take those. No, these are... No. Don't take those. You don't want these. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Marseille. All right, we did it. All right. We all did that. We don't take those. <laughs> I, I wasn't specific, but... <laughs> 
<laughs> November 25th, Fantasy Football. Kelly and Marseille, thank you for joining us. Thank, thank you for having That's us. That's right. It's the Breakfast Club. Everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning to uh, Sam Young and her daughter, who's in the car right now. Sam I, Young. They, they listening, and she did a... Uh, her, her own rendition of Come on, everybody, it's DJ Envy. I was like, damn, do I really sound like Elmo? Yes, you do. Salute to, uh, what's her name? Sam Young. Salute to Sam Young and her youngin'. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Blueface. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor, rumor. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Nah, 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 nah. All right, TMZ has a video of the moment that cops came in and arrested Blueface. So in the footage, he is with Krishan sitting on a bench. They're looking at their phones. And then all of these undercover officers show up, grab him, and throw him against the wall. He was arrested for attempted murder. He was taken down and handcuffed outside Lolo's Chicken and Waffles in Vegas. They said it was an undercover operation, and there were six to eight officers in on the arrest. They were parked in unmarked cars. Here is what Krishan has to say. Your girl, Rog. I'm checking in with the fans, the love, whatever. Play with me. Everybody that keeps saying it's a sign to leave. What the f is you talking about, bro? Nigga, stop playing. Nigga never left me when I went in. Nigga, what? I'm going to court tomorrow. That's all that matters. He coming home. I don't know what y'all talking about. But tune in on our documentary, our TV show, Zeus Network. We outside. Don't be surprised when I get another chain face, another tat on my face. What? What's up? I'm riding, I'm sliding. They they grabbed him so crazy, so crazy. What, you, what, what? How you get an attempted murder charge? What, like what happened? It was a shooting last month in Vegas. So they said he's expected to face several charges that include attempted murder. It was something that happened, yeah, last month. So we Boy, shall see. Trouble easy to get into, hard to get out of, bro. You hear me? Mm-hmm. Now Krishan posted, "Ugh, why you got? Why I gotta take you from me?" And she put a lot of sad emojis. And she said, uh, this was three hours before they took you from me. Jesus got us. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. I'm your rock forever. I wonder why they grabbed him like that. Like, what? Like was it a warrant out for his arrest? Because they, they grabbed him like he was a fugitive. I wonder what Jesus thinks of that when people say things like Jesus got us. <laughs> what do you mean? In situations like that. You know what I mean? Jesus might be like, I ain't got nothing to do with this. Okay. Don't call me. I just wonder. Yeah. All right, now, Offset has shared a tribute to Take Off. He posted on his Instagram, Dare Take, the pain you have left me with is unbearable. My heart is shattered, and I have so many things to say, but I can't find the words. I've been going to sleep and waking up hoping that all of this is a dream, but it's reality, and reality feels like a nightmare. Mm. Every mm-hmm. time you would see me, you didn't give me a dap. You gave me a hug. I wish I could hug you one last time. Laugh one last time. Smoke one last time. Uh, perform one last time. I know someone with a soul like yours is in heaven now. I hope you can see how much we love you and miss you. You have left a hole in my heart that will never be filled. Give me strength. Give your brother strength. Give your family strength. Even though I know you will always be with us. Throw me a little sign or a beautiful dream. I love you forever. Mm. Ooh, that was a beautiful tribute for him. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Salute to Offset, man. Sending healing energy to Offset and always the, uh, to family to take off, man. They haven't found nobody in that situation yet? Not yet. Mm-mm. A private party with 40 people, nobody saw nothing? Well, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. So, mm. well, yeah, this is an investigation, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, now a docuseries about Nipsey Hussle is in the works, and that is from LeBron and Maverick Carter's Spring Hill and Hustle's Marathon Films. So it's an as-yet-untitled docuseries that will tell his life story from his days as a young boy growing up in Crenshaw 
to what he morphed into a musician, an activist, exclusive access to his inner circle, never before seen archival footage, interviews with more than 50 collaborators. Mm-hmm. And they are uh, financing and executive producing the series over at Spring Hill. Here is a teaser. It's a lot of layers to this story. It was about potential we all had. How somebody crash on Schloss with just an idea and a vision of something he wanted to make happen. My early childhood, we was all together. We lived in my grandma's house. We used to sleep in the same bed, me and my brother and my mom in the back bedroom. So I was happy with our early life. The 90s in LA was epic. The riots was going on. The gang banging was at an all-time high. And that's the era we grew up in. Hey, boy, West Side 6, y'all know what's happening. Boy, TV, we out here. All right, so we'll continue to give you information as we get it as far as that series and uh, when that is coming. I hate every single story you just did. One brother in jail for attempted murder. Mm-hmm. Offset grieving takeoff who got murdered. A doc about a brother who's no longer with us because he got murdered. I don't know what's going on and what we're doing, but it's trash. And at some point, the cycle got to stop, bro, bro. All right, well, that is your rumor report. Who are you giving donkey to? <laughs> we go from all that to who you giving donkey to? Uh, four after the hour. Uh, the company Haribo needs to come to the front of the congregation. I think I'm pronouncing it right. Haribo, 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 Haribo. You know the gummy, the people that make the gummy products. Oh, Haribo, H A R. Oh. Haribo. Haribo. My, Haribo. Kid, my kids love it. We need Haribo to come to the front of the congregation. Well, We'd like to have a word with them. You'll hear about it. Oh, my goodness. All right, we'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. You're thankful for the great people on your team, and the best place to hire them is ZipRecruiter. Four out of five ZipRecruiter employers get a quality candidate in the first day. Try it free at ZipRecruiter.com slash breakfast. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash B-R-E-A-K-F-A-S-T. Charlemagne, say the game, don't get out of Charlemagne. You are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit it with the heat. Yeah, it's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? <clears throat> donkey of the Day for Wednesday, November 16th. Let me make sure that's the date. Yes, it Wednesday, is. November 16th uh, goes to Haribo. Haribo. Haribo? 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 Sounds good. Haribo is a German candy company. I'm sure y'all know Haribo because of their gummy stuff. Play the little jingle. Oh, it's not. You don't have the jingle. You got the jingle up. Never heard that in my life. No, I never heard that either. (laughs) It's there all over the bodegas, but I never heard of it. Uh, But gummy bears, gummy worms, gummy snakes. Okay, according to Haribo, they represent childlike happiness. No matter your age, you can eat them, play with them, but you can't expect Haribo to treat you correctly if you do the right thing. What do you mean, Uncle Charlotte? What are you talking about, Brother Lenard? You can't expect Haribo to treat you correctly if you do the right thing. Well, let's pretend you're on a train. And you find a check for $4.7 million. Listen to what I just said. You on a train Mm -hmm. and you find a check for $4.7 million. Okay, that's what happened to a man named Anwar G. He's 38 years old. And according to the Independent, he was traveling home after visiting his mama. And then he saw a check on a train platform. Okay, just sitting there, discarded, unattended, just a cool $4.7 million. All right. He actually said he couldn't believe his eyes. Okay, I can imagine. All right. In fact, Anwar G says there was such a large sum on it that he couldn't even pronounce it. All right. 
Now, the check was made out to Horrible from uh, Rowe, a German supermarket. Well, NYG, being the good Samaritan that he is, reached out to the company Horrible that represents childlike happiness to inform them that he had found the check. So Horrible asked them, asked him to destroy it and send proof that he did. I would think that's a strange request. Okay, I would think they would just ask him to send them the check and then they can do whatever they choose with it. In fact, if I was on YG, I would have told them, no, no, no. Okay, give me an address. I'm mailing it because destroying a check for an amount that large, $4.7 million, makes me feel like I'm going to prison. It just feels illegal. Okay, and I bet the person from Horrible started that request off by saying, all you got to do is, okay, all you got to do is destroy the check and send us proof that you destroyed it. Nope. Okay. Hey, listen to your Uncle Charlotte. Whenever someone tells you all you got to do is, whenever a sentence starts with all you got to do is, trust me, your chances of going to jail are 99.9%. Okay. But Anwar G granted Haribo's request. He destroyed the check and sent him proof that he destroyed it. Now, I'm a stern believer that you should always do the right thing for no other reason than the right thing is always the right thing to do. Okay, you don't do the right thing expecting anything in return. You just do the right thing because you're a good person. And when you do the right thing, you shouldn't expect anything in return. But I do believe when it comes to money, that paper, that cream, that cheddar, that guap, when it comes to the dollar dollar bill, y'all, if I return some money to you, a large, substantial amount, then I personally believe a proper reward, okay, should be money. All right. <laughs> All right. A proper reward for returning money or helping you get some money back should be money. Compensate me, bro. All right. I need some capital. It's only right. But Harbo is serious when they say they represent childlike happiness no matter the age because they didn't decide to compensate this Anwar G with no Skrilla. What do you think they gave Anwar G envy? What do you think? Some candy. That is exactly right. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. Six packs of horrible products. Twin snakes, gold bears, sour screamers, star mix, all types of flavors, watermelon, cherry, cola, but no dough. No bread, not one red cent. Look, horrible. I know y'all say y'all represent childlike happiness no matter the age, but this is ridiculous. Okay, Anwar G is 38 years old. At that big age, after being a good Samaritan and essentially saving y'all ass and returning a $4.7 million check, I don't want no damn candy. Okay, it's cash rules everything around me, not candy rules everything around me. When Anwar G told Horrible that, hey, man, you know, this don't really measure up. And, I, and listen, I know, you know, you shouldn't expect anything when you do the right thing, but damn, man. He had, to, he had to tell the company, this don't measure up. Harbo defended the decision and said it was the standard package that we send as a thank you. And Harbo said, since it was a named check, nobody but our company could have redeemed it. True. But what if Anwar G would have legally changed his name to Haribo? Haribo Anwar G and the G stands for gummy. It's ways that he could have got that money. Probably not. But that's not the point. Y'all a hundred plus million dollar company. I mean hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars that company makes. I'm not saying Anwar G should have got a million, but some type of money, just a little bit of financial compensation, a couple dollars. Can I get a couple dollars? Okay. You should absolutely reward people for doing the right thing in regards to returning money. Why? Because folks hear these stories and it encourages folks to also do the right thing. Okay, you shouldn't need any incentive. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. 
In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hello, 
Washington comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be honest and, you know, help somebody get their money back. But, man, it helps. <laughs> okay. Please give horrible the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. You are the donkey of the day. Let me guess. Let me guess. And if you don't think they should have got a dime. And if you don't think you should have got gave him nothing in return. And if he thinks the candy is a very cool package to receive. Cheap bastard. It is. They can't do nothing with that check anyway. That's not it's the not point. It's like it was cash. That check didn't mean anything. If they found the check or not, you can't cash the check. And if you I did, would have changed my name to Haribo. You would have went to jail. You'd have been calling me Haribo the next day. And, and that's a paper trail. You just can't get a check. I can't find a check that says Charlemagne and just sign it and then put it in my bank. I'm going to jail. You're absolutely right. I'm but, going to jail. But so the fact that he he called, okay, they probably didn't care because they would have got another check anyway. That check was probably about to be uh, taken care of anyway. So they gave the man free candy just for doing. For thinking of doing a nice thing, they should have gave him. They should have gave him some free money for doing the right thing. I think whenever you, I think whenever it's money involved, whether or not he could cast a check that or was not, a check. whether he could cast a check or not, just give him a couple. Of he can't cast a check. He went to jail. I know he can't cast a check because he's not horrible. But just give him a couple of dollars just because. Why not? Why not? Because he didn't do anything. I, I got a check right now from Gail King for over twenty two thousand dollars, but it's made out the um, Team CTG because she be. Uh, taking our breakfast mm -hmm. at, at the TV show because our offices are right next to each other. And I told her I was going to charge her. Mm -hmm. And I told her it cost over 20 grand. <laughs> and she wrote the check. For 20 grand? Yeah, but it's the Team CTG. There is no Team CTG unless I make a Team CTG LLC. So there's ways. You're not going to really cash that check for her. No, I'm not. But okay, it's, thank it's, God. It's, that, it's not, but it's the point. Principle. Okay, Haribo should have gave no. this man some money, man. No, it was not money. It was a check. It was just a, check. a little could, bit of bread, bro. You could tear up a check. He couldn't do anything with that check regardless. It's, it's not just, like it's cash. But it's the he principle. Do, it's not no damn The man principle. did the right thing. He returned the $4.7 million dollar check. Even if he couldn't do anything with it, he just couldn't. give him a couple dollars. He couldn't. A thousand dollars, five thousand dollars, just something. He got candy. Don't you always man, say do up, something man. nice and don't expect anything, and then they give him something, and you, now you're expecting something? It's a little different when it's money. It wasn't money. I do feel a little different when it's money. When it's money... They should compensate people with money. Well. Open the phone line then. All right. Ask. Today's Wednesday. Yay. You ain't even in here. Yay. All right. Huh? The Breakfast Club, as we know it, is officially over. She's not even in it. She ain't getting her makeup. She don't really work here anyway? She exactly. All right. 800-585-1051. We're asking, should this company have given this man money? 
I say no. He wasn't going to do nothing with this check anyway. Just a little bit of financial he, they gave conversation. Him some candy. I'm not even saying a million dollars. I'm not, even saying hundreds, good. I'm not even saying hundreds of thousands of dollars. I'm just saying give him a little bit of bread. The gummy bears is good money. And no, no gummy it's bears not. What, if, what if he's a diabetic? What if he's a damn diabetic? Did you even think about that? You didn't even think about that. What if he's a diabetic? Not his man dead because Howard Bowden sent him six packs of candy. So you don't be thinking. 800-585-1051. Let's talk about it. Should Haribo, whatever the name of the company, gave the man some money? No. Just a little bit it of bread, a check. little bit he of financial compensation. If he didn't cash the check, he went to jail. I think whenever you return any type of money, you should get a little bit of financial compensation. Let's That's talk about right. it. Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Let's talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, Charlemagne gave Donkey the day to who? Uh, Haribo, the candy company that makes all the gummy stuff, the gummy bears, the gummy worms, the gummy snakes, all of that kind of stuff. Twin snakes, gold bears, sour streamers, star mix, everything. Mm-hmm. So Charlemagne uh, said that... Uh, well, what happened was there was a guy named uh, Arnold G. He found the $4.7 million check uh, that a supermarket had made out to Horrible. Now, mind you, he couldn't do anything with the check. It's not like he could cash it or anything like that. But he did reach out to the company, told the company that he had the check. The company told him to destroy the check, send him proof. He did that. And as compensation, they sent him six packs of Haribo products. Mm. So a bunch of candy. Good. I, now, I mean- now, now, the guy says that, you know, this isn't suitable he expected more now i'm the type of person that if i do something for you i'm doing it because i want to do it i'm not expecting anything in return but i think there should always be an exception when you're a a, a, a rich person with a whole lot of money involved and somebody finds it whether it's cash or a check even though it's a check he can't cash compensate him financially bro See, I, I don't agree. See, it's not money. It's not a wallet. It's not a driver's license. It's a check that he can't do nothing with. He can't cash it. If he cash it, he's going to jail. Well, so, he can't cash it because he can't cash it. Right. He ain't horrible. Right. So he can't cash it. And if he tries to cash it, just throw it in his account or change the name, he's going to jail. But it's the so, principle, man. He gave him six bags of candy. Man, wow. he's, di- right. he's diabetic. You guys are missing the whole point here. What? Which candy did they send? It did looked they like, send the no, ginger lemon? The what? The what? The ginger lemon Haribo. Those are my favorites. The gummies. Also the peaches. The peaches. Yeah. Yeah. And then just the regular gummy bears are good too. Which candy did they send? I don't know. And they have also the sour gummy bears, which are amazing. I like the sour gummy bears. I I rock with those. Now, if they would have sent me the ginger lemon ones, the sour gummy bears... And also, yeah, it doesn't matter. You, you sound like fat, we sound like fat asses. Now, if they gave me some I didn't want, like there's some that I don't like that they had. The berries, I'll pass on that. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't rock with the berries either. The what fuzzy, the fizzy cola, y'all. no thanks. What if he's like, diabetic? Who needs a fizzy cola gummy? That's My kids disgusting. love the. Cola. Who needs candy when you're diabetic? So what? So what would give you it do? Away. Do you think they should have gave this man some money? I mean. I don't no, I don't really think so. No, me neither. It's not like it was cash and he returned the cash. Exactly. It, it wasn't was a, a wallet. It was a check that was mistakenly mailed out and he couldn't really do anything. Oh no, anyway. you found it on the train. Uh, well he found oh I wasn't mm-hmm. in the room. He found it on the train, so it's not like you could do anything with it. It's a crime. Hello, who's this? What's up? What's up, bro? You think he should have got some money for it? Yeah, man. I mean, you know, he could have took that check and Took it to the ass, man. Took it to the ass. What are gonna do with that what, check? I never heard this. What, what they would have done? They would have just put his name on the back and, and cooked their cut. For real? And then they would have checked and the they, cameras and found out who they checked it, and they, they all would have gotten in trouble for that. See? They would have. They would have got that money. All you gotta do is 
Whenever you hear somebody start off something saying all you got to do is... <laughs> go to jail. 99.9% chance you're going to jail. Hello, who's this? What's up, what's up? It's Chris, Columbus, Ohio. What's Chris, up, good what's morning. up? What, you, you think they should have gave him some money? Man, so at first, Envy, I was agreeing with you, right? Mm-mm. But then in, in today's world, we got so many schemers. Yes. So just, Charlemagne, you right. So, like, listen, for the fact that he was honest and he gave it back, like, if he would have hit the right schemers... Man, they could have took them up top. That's right. They, they, you can't, can't you should, cash a check listen, that's not yours. When it comes to money, you should absolutely reward people for doing the right thing. <laughs> because it encourages other people to do the right thing when they find money he and stuff like that. couldn't do anything this. with it. He I found know. a check, not cash. I know, but still, it's just the principle, man. Mm, $4.7 million. They did reward him. Not no candy. They did. Hello, who's this? I'm Ginger Lemons. Hello, this is Nicole. Hey, Nicole, talk to us. So I think that time... It's money. You know, you go to work, you exchange your time for somebody to pay you. Right. They could have, they would have had to take more time out of their, you know, company time, request another check, wait for that check to get there. They didn't have to do that. He saved them time by using his own time, so they should have paid him for that. They still had to do and, it because he had and, to destroy and, the check. Yeah, he but didn't that's, send the check in. That's labor. That's labor. That. You asked me to do a job. Yeah, You're a company. Haribo said, destroy the check I'm and like, send me what, proof. That's check, labor. the gummies was worth the six packs of gummies, that wasn't even minimum wage if y'all was going to pay me a livable wage. That that's right. minimum wage. That's the right. packs be like $3 a pack. Nope. Six out of three, $18. $18 an hour. Haribo, it took 20 minutes to do that. Haribo asked me to do a job. I completed the job. Pay me some bread, bro. 800-585-1051. Charlemagne gave Donkey today to Haribo. I, I know I'm saying that name all wrong. Because a, a gentleman found a check to Haribo on a train and sent it in on a A check street. for $4.7 million. Mind right. you, he couldn't cash it or nothing because nope. it's made out to Haribo. But the fact that he called the company, told the company he found the check, and then the company asked him to destroy it and send them proof. So they asked him to do some labor. I wouldn't even have did all that. I just would have been like, all right. I'd have left it there. I wouldn't have no proof or nothing. I'd have left it there too, no, if all I, thought, all I, I knew was going to get some damn up. candy. 800-585-1051. Charlemagne gave Haribo the donkey today. What's your thoughts? Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it now. I know it now. Call me. Add your opinions to The Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, Charlemagne gave Donkey today to who? Uh, Haribo. And the reason I gave it to Haribo is because there's a guy named Onawa G. He found a check for $4.7 million that was made uh, from a, a German supermarket made out to Haribo. Now, mind you, he couldn't cash it or nothing, but he did call Haribo and told him he found the check. Haribo told him to destroy the check, send him proof that he destroyed it. He did that, and then as compensation, they sent him six packs of Haribo products. I don't want no damn candy in a situation like that. I need some money. And I ain't even talking no millions of dollars. I ain't even talking hundreds of thousands. I ain't talking tens of thousands. Just somehow financially compensate me, bro. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Wolfie, man, from Orlando, Florida. Talk to us, Wolfie. Wolfie. What's your thoughts? Listen, man, I feel like I feel like I, I, I kind of understand where Charlamagne come from, you feel me? But at the end of the day, Envy, you're right. It is a check. You can't really do nothing with a check. And if I would have got candy, I got kids, I would have just, you know what I mean? Here's some exactly. That's why them kids so hyper now. And then when they can't go to sleep at night, when they can't go to sleep, and your and your wife is mad at you because you didn't get them kids candy at 9 o'clock. Get them one piece. <laughs> yeah. All right, thank you, brother. All right, take care, y'all. Peace. Hello, who's this? 
This is Shakari. Hey, Shakari. Good morning. Hey, Envy. Hey, Charlamagne. Hey, Shakari. What's your thoughts? Talk to us. I agree with Charlamagne simply because we live in a world where people are always getting over on people. And you remember that time, Envy, you accidentally cashed out the wrong person? I don't remember if they their money back. But that's probably why, because they knew you wasn't going to report you. That's right. I did get that money back, and I definitely reported it. I definitely reported that too. I sent it to the wrong person, and I got I got it back. Did they send it back? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, they didn't send it back. Yeah, uh, somebody did. Yeah, they didn't send it back. But she's no right one that though. No gets a cash app sends the money back. They didn't ever. send you the money back because they know you wasn't gonna get them no compensation for it. My goodness. That's why I had them boys in Orangeburg steal your money for Shut that up, car man. too. Did you? I believe you too, man. I believe you. <laughs> now I thought you weren't supposed to do something with the intent of trying to get something in return. You shouldn't. But when it comes to money, if you find money or you know you help somebody get some money back, yes, I think that the person should compensate you financially. Hello, who's this? My name's Rocky, man. What's going on, guys? Rocky. So I had a situation. I, I can't believe I agree with uh, with Charlemagne, but yeah, it's a big hell now. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. I agree. Yeah, envy. It's a hell now. You, I, I ain't returning nothing. That's number one. What? I had a situation back in the. I ain't returning a damn thing. No, I returned I'm... fifty grand. Mm-hmm. I, re- I returned fifty grand to a, a company. Um, you know, back in the day when they had the pickups and everything with the armor car people. Yeah. I returned fifty grand because he dropped it. We didn't get a damn thing. Not a damn thing. So I'll never return anything ever in my life. Hold on. So you returned fifty grand from an armored truck company and they didn't give you nothing? There's no reward for that? Zero. Not even barely a thank you. Barely a thank you. So let me ask you a question. He lost the bag. So where did you find the money? In the mall. I used oh, so to be a security guard at the mall. So there was cameras there. Now, was there really fifty thousand well, in that bag, or was it? We talking, we talking back in the day. I, I don't even think there were cameras back then. Tell me what year the nineteen hundreds. <laughs> exactly, it was probably about ninety five, ninety six. Oh man, you could have got that off. Yeah, you. Exactly. I would. You would have had to return like forty thousand. Just say I don't know what happened to the rest. <laughs> oh, you probably just kept the whole thing. But that's why people do stuff like that, because they can't trust folks to do the right thing in regards to compensation. So I they take a little bit off you. the top. But there's times where you have to do oh, the right thing. The guy couldn't cash that check. I still think Haribo should have uh, gave him some money. All right, well, what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is uh, I heard an overwhelming amount of people say Haribo is dead-ass wrong. <laughs> okay, the jury has spoken. Haribo should have gave him a little bit of financial compensation. I ain't even talking about no... Tens of thousands, and I'm just saying, like, yo, a couple thousand dollars. Or some candy. No. <laughs> All right, well, we got rumors on the way. Yes, and imagine that you're on the stand in court, and they ask you to fake an orgasm. We'll tell you what happened. This is traumatizing. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. <laughs> Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Harvey Weinstein. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. All right. In Harvey Weinstein's sexual assault trial in L.A., they did drop four of the 11 charges against him, and that's because one of the uh, counts that's connected to one of the accusers, they're not going to proceed with those. That's what prosecutors said. So that's the reason why four of those charges were dropped, two counts of forcible rape and two counts of forcible oral copulation. They were based on accusations from a woman identified as Jane Doe 5, but she was not mentioned in the opening statements, and for whatever reason, they are not proceeding with those. But... Uh, who did take the stand is Jennifer Siebel Newsom. She's the wife of California Governor Gavin Newsom. 
And while she was on the stand, she was asked to recreate how she faked an orgasm as she gave evidence during the sexual assault trial. So she was like, uh, this is not when Harry met Sally. I'm not doing that. Yeah, that's disrespectful. Like, why would they have her do something like that? And that you got, crazy. And, and you're making her relive a traumatic moment? Like, do you want her to act it out? She had testified in court that her encounter with Harvey Weinstein was supposed to be a business meeting, but it turned into something else. When he changed out of his suit into a robe and then started to manipulate and threaten her, she said that he penetrated her with his fingers and then his deformed penis. She said it was kind of fish-like. It was distorted in the testicles, lots of skin down there. She said he made uh, pleasure noises after she put her hand there to encourage him to... I don't know if I can even say the. I don't know no, what I'm allowed to say. let's not say it. All right. Uh, so his attorney then grilled her on why she faked an orgasm when he had just allegedly raped her. And she said she did that because she wanted him to be done. And that's when they were asking her to recreate those noises. That sounds crazy. Now his attorney also asked her about dozens of emails that she sent to Harvey Weinstein after the alleged rape, including emails soliciting support for Gavin Newsom's mayoral campaign in San Francisco. Those emails were displayed on a screen for jurors and she also had reached out to him for some meetings and wrote a thank you to him for including her and two others on an Oscar party guest list. We had such a fun time, it said on the email, so they asked why would she continue to correspond with him and she said she was just hustling at that time, but she says that she told him no when she went to the hotel it was not with the intention of having sex with him and she started crying as she walked out of the courtroom by the way after testifying all right now uh let's talk about fat joe you know his book is out the <clears throat> shout to joey book of jose we have the book here yeah the book mm-hmm. of jose make sure you pick it up now it's on amazon the audio book is already a, a number one Bestseller, so definitely I'm sure it up. is. Like, why wouldn't you want to listen to Fat Joe uh, read you his story? All right. Well, there's an excerpt that's been circulating, and it was shared by GQ. He talked about a tense exchange he had with 50 Cent when they were both scheduled to appear at an award show at the VMAs. And Fat Joe said that halfway through the show, I went out on the stage to give Missy Elliott an award. When the What the audience at home didn't see was that during the commercial break beforehand, 50 Cent got out of his seat and started walking the house. He went up to the audience in the cheap seats and started waving to me. It was like he was daring me to get off the stage and physically confront him. Then he went down to the floor and started slapping fives with Jay-Z and Diddy. Then 50 Cent wandered on stage and was just a few feet away from Fat Joe as the commercials wrapped up. He said, I was saying to myself, okay, we're about to fight. We're about to get it on right here at the VMAs. When the show came back on, this is live TV. He went back to his seat and started yelling at him while he was reading off the teleprompter. He said, uh, he started. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. He said, that's when I dropped my jab. I feel safe with all the police protection, courtesy, courtesy of G-Unit. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And then when 50 and G-Unit went on stage to perform, it was F Fat Joe, man. I remember that. Mm-mm-mm. I remember that in real time. Thank God nothing happened. All right, and former Empire star Brashear Gray has been arrested, and that is allegedly for violating his probation after pleading guilty last year to aggravated assault. According to legal documents, cops are called by a woman last week. The two, she said, were seeing each other, but his behavior was escalating, and she was concerned for her safety. She said that he threw a box of food at her, pulled her hair, and also told cops about other instances where he'd shout at her. And so that's why he has been sentenced to 10 days in county jail and was uh, placed on three years probation. All right. And that is your rumor reports. 
All right. Again, guys, if you're out and about, make sure you order Fat Joe's book, The Book of Jose. Mm-hmm. You could uh, get it at Barnes & Noble's, Amazon. You could pick up the Audible, or you could you know, pick up a hard copy if you're out and about. But uh, shout again to my brother, Fat Joe. All right? Mm-hmm. Up next is the People's Choice Mix. We starting off with Nas, man. Done. Or done. What Spre- is it? Done. We call it done. Say it. Done. Done. Do you want? Done. 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 All right. This is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. This fall, a great night's sleep starts at Mattress Firm. Right now, get king beds for queen prices, queen beds for twin prices, and save up to $700 on select mattresses from top brands. Visit a store near you or mattressfirm.com today. Now, if you want to uh, register to possibly get some money, just go to breakfastclubonline.com and shout out to our friends at U.S. Bank. We'll get there together. Now, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? I do, man. The positive note is simply this. First of all, I want to tell everybody uh, thank you for watching Hell of a Week uh, on Comedy Central every Thursday night at 11.30. Salute to everybody that's been screaming it on Paramount+. Plus. And, uh, oh, I want to salute Sherry Shepard, too. I'm going to be on the Sherry Shepard show uh, today, so check your local listings for that. I'll be on there talking Hell of a Week and some, some other things, all right? But the positive note is simply this. Salute to everybody transcending a belief. Behavior, habit, or vibration that no longer serves them. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. And I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. 
Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.